Hi, this is Mind Body Student, where Ollie, Joe, Mitch, three girls with Mike, bringing you positive frequencies for your improvements. We value sharing thoughts and respect for our environment and creating a safe space. We wish to provide an open conversation for all of us to expand on themes that will hopefully interest you. So wait, let me just introduce you first. So hi everybody. Um, why are you laughing? This is funny. Two thousand years later. Okay, well, as you can see, I'm here with a guest, and uh, yeah. So go ahead, introduce yourself. So I'm squishy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> My name is Alex. I'm uh, a second year at Concordia in neuroscience. And uh, I'm Mitch's friend. Yeah, let's jump right into toxic masculinity. My favorite casual subject. So what is toxic masculinity to you? Or masculinity, let's start with broader. What is masculinity? I mean, like, there's always the stereotypical view of, like, what it means to be a man. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't have an idea what masculinity really is to me because it doesn't... I never think in terms of that kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I have, like, stereotypes in my head, but to me... It's been so debunked that, like, what what is masculinity really? Mm -hmm. that I don't really think in those terms. Whenever I actually use the term in real life, it'd probably be as a joke when I meet some guy who seems, like, overly manly. <laughs> Even if it's just, like, like talking to my friend's dad who's like, oh, yeah, like, I've cried once in my life and I chop wood for a living and, like, <laughs> I drive a Ford giant pickup and, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're, you're, you're a man. Like, mm -hmm. but it's more as just it's funny because it's follows that stereotype mm -hmm. but in terms of like you know what it really means to me to me those are just terms that help you identify things and people mm -hmm. and like simplify the world and at this point people are trying to acknowledge how complex the world is yeah. and like what it really means and what it really means to be a guy and all this stuff and mm -hmm. so at this point we don't i don't think we necessarily need terms like that anymore Mm -hmm. And I think toxic masculinity is more the idea that you're holding on to those relics of the past, those traditions of like, this is what it means to be a guy. It means these stereotypes that I'm mm -hmm. strong and I'm talking about my feelings and like... Uh, and do you find that's very present, like in your surroundings and nowadays? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, do I find it's present? Like, I think, like, you'll always see it. You'll always see it in different people and places. Like, you'll always find it. In my circles, I don't see it because mostly in my circles, people are more down to talk about toxic masculinity and how it's bad and how you should stop it and how like you should be more aware of it to try and combat it but uh, i've always felt like people miss out on the opportunity like i feel like most conversations about toxic masculinity are like a bunch of people who already know it exists and already think it's like a bad thing and talking about how bad it is and it's like yeah well we're not the main people that need to talk about this mm -hmm. i think it's always important to talk about yeah. it obviously but i find my most interesting conversations about these things are not when i bring it up as toxic masculinity as a subject it's more when i talk to uh, let's say some people i know from like my childhood and they just have deeply rooted beliefs mm -hmm. that stem from Let's say that you'd characterize a toxic masculinity as like, if my bro, if my girlfriend dressed like that, uh, I'd never date a girl like that. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, oh, uh, you let your girlfriend chill with her ex. Like, you can chill with like five girls and it's just you. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? Are you banging any of them? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's, you know, it's obviously the homophobia and all that stuff. Yeah. 
But to me, although all those things to me are a part of toxic masculinity, because they're part of like that tradition of what the conception of what it means to be a guy is, I think it's always more effective to instead of talk to those people and being like, hey, everything you believe in all these things is all this thing called toxic masculinity and it's dumb and it's bad and you're dumb and bad. So I usually try and target each one of those mm, mm-hmm. subjects like uh, on its own. Yeah, okay. So like I see your point. If you see... Uh, consequentialism in terms of a cause has an effect which is a consequence you're trying to like debunk and create a solution for them the main problem which is toxic masculinity by working outside in by those actions Mm -hmm. and one by one turning them inside so that they they stop being toxic masculinity instead because in your experience if i understand what you're saying is that trying to uh, talk about toxic masculinity is such a like not taboo but like not a subject that's welcome in those people because it's what they are and so going from cause to consequences doesn't work whereas consequences to cause works a little bit better is that what you're saying yeah no no I'm talking about like the individual aspect you know like I think it's really important to talk about toxic masculinity mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a subject for for discussion you know like in general what does it mean what is it what can we like do to kind of combat it? How can people that are trying to be better people, better advocates for women, better mm-hmm. men, how do those people identify what toxic masculinity is in them and some traits that they may still have of it to become better people? And mm-hmm. I think it's really important to do that. I just think that the most intense, flagrant examples of people displaying toxic masculinity, that doesn't work because you will they'll immediately feel judged. They'll yeah, immediately the close feel up you know, defensive. No one ever wants to change if yeah. they feel like you're insulting them, you know? Yeah. The only I... time people will change is when they feel comfortable enough to identify the problems in themselves and no one ever feels comfortable identifying their own flaws Yeah. if they feel like all you're going to do is make fun of them for it. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, when talking to those people that I feel like display it the most, because of course I still have dumb toxic masculinity thoughts in myself from time to time, you know what I mean? And I think what's the important part is just when you fuck up or when you see yourself making those mistakes to tell yourself why you don't think it's true and i don't even know if i'm doing the right thing but like to talk to the person to be like oh bro like i had this dumb thought about you but like you know i know it's dumb and like i just want to tell you like well it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with you it's my own thing it's my own problem i don't want to blah and most of my friends have always been really understanding and being like like good mm-hmm. for you trying to get better and all that stuff so i think it's important like yeah. at least that part but for the most flagrant examples of people having these really regressive traditional review uh, like views mm-hmm. is to treat them as if you haven't heard all these bad things to be like okay so he just thinks this but like why does he think it you know like explain to me like more mm-hmm. socratic as a method of like you know why do you think it's weird to have five female ju- just female friends and it's like well because bro like you know that's weird like i chill with the boys and then the girls are for like you know hooking up or just emotional time afterwards mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, okay but don't you think it's weird that you're not you're not viewing the girl as like like can you do you think you can be friends with a girl if you really try and care about the person not just fake care about them and like pretend to be nice just so you can prove them wrong but if you really try and talk to them as if they're real people they're real like they're real people with real views mm-hmm. not just like monsters then in my mind they're a lot more open to being like yeah, well, I guess yeah. you could, like, at the end, they're like, I guess you could chill with five girls, but, like, ah, yeah. oh, bro, I guess it's a little weird, and, like, I've never done that, and that's not really my thing. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, it's fine, but you can do it, right? You could. And mm-hmm. then, like, yeah. And to me, that opens the door for 
more growth later on. Yeah, I like the fact that you pointed out that it's almost as if it's like within their comfort zone to think that certain way. So that's why like when you approach the subject, if you go ahead first, you're like your ways of thinking is toxic in terms of your masculinity perspective. They they won't want to change, and I get that. And I think I like your technique of going like through the like one by one subject by subject but at a certain point for people to know whether they're doing right or wrong they need to be able to identify that as a label and if they can correct themselves as much and be like all right so you tell me that i should chill with more girls and see them as friends only not as like objectifications of like my sexual interest and they might change that but then their perspective and another toxic masculinity trait might still remain and you'll have to correct that person like endlessly up until they change if they don't know that all of those actions come back to the same subject which is the masculinity being toxic i agree with you i just think i think you need to have enough self-reflection and like introspection mm-hmm. and want for growth at a, to be able to make those connections and be able to use the label effectively at that point mm-hmm. so in my mind it's more important to get this person thinking about how to change little things about how they think mm. or be able to be convinced to then once they've thought about enough things that like okay this person has told me about this thing and mm. i think at the end he had a kind of a point and this thing too he's, at the end he's had kind of a point and i'm like what if i told you that all these things are related to kind of like how you grew up and all this stuff and they're like oh yeah i've already been thinking about that a bit and i'm like and there's other things even and you could do it yourself. you know like yeah. and of course like the way i'm saying it now sounds like a little condescending but in my mind you always have to be ready to be proven wrong. No matter how sure I am that toxic masculinity is a bad thing, you know, and that these things are toxic masculinity, if some guys, like, listen, I've never felt comfortable in front of girls. I've always just felt more comfortable with guys, and I just don't feel like I could ever really feel comfortable just chilling with five girls. I have to be ready to be like, that's fine, and that's not necessarily toxic masculinity, Mm -hmm. but, you know, why are you attributing a certain thing with girls? But everybody, like, everybody's a person, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, but I, like, again, I agree with you completely. Like, I think mm-hmm. we should have these big discussions. I think yeah. people should use the label sometimes. Like, I think mm-hmm. it serves a purpose and it's useful. I just, mm-hmm. after talking to so many people, I know a lot of really, like, uh, let's say conservative traditional people. Mm-hmm. And so after talking to a, a certain amount of them, I just realized that it just makes them feel more alienated, more like mm-hmm. mad whenever people are like, oh, you're just like a dumb mm-hmm. Trump supporting, uh, like toxic, massive person. And in my mind, I still think it's dumb that they support Trump and that they a lot of their views are dumb. But in my mind, I'm like, the only way to make a difference is to treat them with the respect that I feel anyone should be treated, mm-hmm. even if I disagree with them a lot. Yeah. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm not doing it the best way. I see your point, though. And also, to put you in perspective, like, Squishy has always had very good convincing abilities and arguments. Like, he's really good at that. Because I find myself being limited because I can't change your small actions. For I take the example of, like, my family, my close family, my dad and my brother. I can take the time to, like, change every single little action that they do that's toxic masculinity. However, what's missing is the connection mm-hmm. of it all. Because there's still going to be other actions that I'm not gonna be able to correct and i'm also not their mom to be correcting every single like aspect and i get it at the same point like every human has like their motivations to change and their reasons to we can think about toxic masculinity in terms of like who it affects Mm -hmm. the opposite has sex but it also 
and a lot of times it affects the males themselves it, it's also something that eats you inside out in terms of like how it affects males mm-hmm. how they feel like they have to be portrayed and how they have to act in society and what they can feel and what they cannot feel and how they can express that i feel like this major connection amongst like all these little actions is what's cha- missing for people to actually get rid of that issue. Mm. No, I, no, I feel I, I really like. I totally agree that making those connections is really useful to understand the broad scope of how many things it affects personally, like interpersonally, other mm. people, yourself. It's just in my in my mind, I just always felt like you know you could tell someone to change. You could tell someone that what you're doing is wrong in this sense, like let's say with your dad and your brother. A million times mm-hmm. and they'll never really change because they're viewing it as you telling them they're doing something wrong and they need mm-hmm. to change for you and so when you brought up the whole personal side of it of like you know it also affects them I find that when you change for yourself it's always much more effective so that's like just from a practical point of view of like I want this like person to be happier and to not make me sad or any other women that's mm-hmm. sad is like you know they, they, they shouldn't and I feel like the first instinct of so many people is like, they should just know not to do this wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And they should just stop because it's wrong. Like, can you just not be an asshole? Isn't it simple? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. most assholes or most people who do asshole things don't know that they're doing it. And like, don't want to do it on purpose. And they don't want to be bad people. And mm-hmm. they're not just black and white bad person. And mm-hmm. in my mind, it's always like talking to that person... Like, first of all, you have to make him realize that he's unhappy with something he's doing and that that's because of how he's acting. Like, if yeah. they don't realize that... Like, if, like, most of the people I've talked to aren't... haven't realized most of the negative effects of toxic masculinity on them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, isn't it weird that, like, when your dad died, you didn't cry once? Mm-hmm. You know, like, that, that you, you, you can't even talk about it or that you get mad at me instead of telling me, like, how you actually feel. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like... Exactly. But if he doesn't view that as weird or as bad, or he's not ready to view that as weird or as bad, I can't force him. You can't force him, but there won't be space for any change if he doesn't realize that of, that's of, how he feels about it. Of course, and I agree with you. That's why I always say the most important part is the connection. Is the connection of like not making them feel like you're offending them, like you're insulting them, like you're trying to criticize them. More trying to help them be nicer people because that's what everyone wants to be, whether they say it or not. People want to be like, they want to be nicer. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to be good people. They want to feel like good people, even if they don't say it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's my entry point. But again, I think all you're saying is completely true. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two different sides to it. There's, like, the social issue. And then there's, like, the personal thing. So, to me, the best way to solve the social issue is everyone has more of these conversations with a true connection to the other person to actually try and make everyone grow in as real ways as they could possibly feel, you know? But I think there's a huge part of it is also the social issue of like being more aware of it, don't be an asshole, mm-hmm. like be aware of the problems that you have that, that make you more toxic t- for other people and for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think there's just two sides of yeah. it and I like to focus more on the personal side because it's more mm-hmm. of what I can do just in my own little way. I like how proactive you are. As a concluding point, if we have to summarize what we say, what would it be? I guess to summarize, toxic masculinity sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what's your, like, advice to people? My main like... advice would be to have more of those conversations mm-hmm. and to get out of your comfort zone, but just not in the way that 
I see most people having them. Not in the way of like fat, strong, you're not in a debate way. Mm-hmm. In more of a questioning, like a real way. Like more of a, a personal way. Let's say you forgot everything you knew about toxic masculinity except for your personal feelings towards that action that they're doing. Or one comment that they say like all men are like this and they shouldn't be another way. Like take away everything else you know about the label, even though I think the label is important, and talk to the person and be like, Oh, why do you think that? and really engage with the person on a personal empathetic level i think more people would be more open-minded and willing to change mm-hmm. but i think it's really hard not to judge someone when they're saying something that so directly mm. hurts you yeah. and like everybody like just this whole other group and i feel it's really hard not to judge someone and and not to make them feel criticized and i completely get that and a lot of people might be like it's not my job to make this person not be an asshole and it's not it's just in my mind it's like everyone has to try their best to not be an asshole themselves and to talk to other people so that they can learn to try and be more empathetic to others mm-hmm. so i guess my main talking point would just be true empathy isn't just saying you're an asshole if you don't care about others it's caring about people that seem like assholes mm, yeah i like that Alrighty then thank you so much for sharing this yeah yeah <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, you're a real one. We really appreciate you. You can reach us on Instagram at mind.body.student or via email at info.mindbodystudent at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next time. Like, where are you shy? What do you, I don't know. This isn't how people usually have a conversation. I think people get intimidated by the mic. Just don't look at it. Don't Ignore the dildo that's right in front of us. Hot. <laughs>